Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Insufferable Bastards podcast. Hello, Shuli. Hello, my friend. How are you? The only time anybody watches this podcast is when we talk about Stuttering John. Hi, this is Stuttering John Melendez from The Howard Stern Show. It's all Long Island to me. The second she saw the face, she said, Oh, yeah, that was him. Oh, you're the guy that played fake clips of me. Yes, I remember now. It's a stupid name, but maybe it's worth listening to. How the fuck do I know? I got my own problems. I got hemorrhoids and shit. When I wipe my ass, it looks like a chocolate-covered cherry. All right. Kiki. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Insufferable Bastards podcast. My name is Carlos Danger for the purposes of this broadcast. It's 5.15 in the morning on Saturday, February 17th. I'm ill. I'm infected. Just waiting for the sun to come up. And then I'm driving my fat ass over to the walk-in clinic to see what's up. But I thought, hey, what a time to do a Coen Brothers tier list. A couple of weeks ago, I did a tier list of, I think it was Martin Scorsese movies or Scorsese movies. I go back and forth the pronunciation of that last name, much like Roger Ebert did throughout the 1980s. But, uh, you know, it, it's, uh, I like movies. It's a little different than the, uh, than the Dabbleverse, but I'll talk Dabbleverse too. But I thought uh, some people or well, one person had asked me to do a Coen Brothers list. So I'm going to do it right goddamn now. So this is, the, this is the list you see out there. There's the tier maker. There's the Coen Brothers list. I'll, I'll make it bigger in a second. There's only so much I can do. All right, I'm 50. I don't know technology. Can you fucking break? But uh, we define the terms there. GOAT is, of course, Joey C level. That's uh, cream of the crop. God tier. Top of the, uh, the food chain. Then we got great. Then we got Cleveland Middle. Then we get Matt Arise, which is which is for poor. And then we got uh, shit. And speaking of Joe Matt Arise, I have I'm, I'm, I'm of course a uh, Kevin Brennan Misery Loves Company ball washer. I'm a cuck for Kevin Brennan. I admit it now. I'm out in the open. I'm out of the closet when it comes to the Kevin Brennan shit. Even I had a hard time getting through that therapy session with Joe Matt Arise. And I think the problem with the episode as a nobody broadcasting from his basement without a camera at 5.15 in the morning on a Saturday is that Matt Arise is so embedded in therapy already. Like, it's his essence. He just made it boring. He wasn't, you know, the, 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 the give and take with Ski Mask, the give and take with Ray between the sorcerer and the subject, that's what made it compelling plus, uh, you know, the super chats that were coming in. But Matt Arise was just so serious, and he just, he already speaks. Pat Dixon noted this the other night. He already speaks in therapy, right? The guy, like, is, he's, 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 he's therapeutic. He, he's ther therapy-defined. So it didn't make for a particularly great episode, which is hard for me to say, but I don't know. So anyway, that's Joe Matt Arise, the poor level, and, and then shit, uh, as I said. Oh, look, we've got some people here. Wow. XMMM. We are doing it. <laughs> Walker, 2508. Ray is 50. So am I. Uh, John Peel Bishop, ball washer or soft super chat money ho? Uh, I don't know. I don't give that much to MLC. I try to break even. Uh, I don't know if that's directed at me, but... Uh, Ray is 50. Yeah, I hung. I had a sleepover with Ray. Maybe I'll get to that later. But first, let's do this. So I'm going to go make that big, and I'm going to go over to the tier list, and let's do this real quick. Hopefully, you can see this. I might have to scroll down, but I did check. So the Coen brothers have made 18 films, starting with Blood Simple uh, back in the 80s. I don't remember the exact date. Was that 82 or so? It sort of burst onto the scene, and in the early days, they were connected to the Raimi brothers. Uh, who made Evil Dead? They actually, I think they had they had they had a hand in Evil Dead, right? Weren't they at least on set or did some type of camera work? You know, you can see the the parallels. They 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 sort of have the same vibe. Uh, but so maybe I'll do Blood Simple first. Blood Simple. I mean, I saw it when it first came out. When it was, well, actually, when it was first on VHS. I'm lying because I'm not that old. I mean, it's good. It's not one I revisit all the time. I remember probably within the last 10 years, I revisited Blood Simple. And it, it didn't, I don't know, it didn't wow me. I'm going to give it a Cleveland Middle. A Serious Man. This is the most Jewish movie of all time. 
There's no other way of saying it. Uh, it's watchable, but it's it's auteur. I think it's the Coen brothers at their most auteur. I'm going to give that a Cleveland middle. Barton Fink, here's a tough thing to admit. I've never made it through Barton Fink. I remember it used to come on the movie channel late at night. And I could not just, I just couldn't make it through the movie. So what do I do with it? This is going to be controversial. I'm going to put it at Matt Arise. I got to go uh, with my gut. Burn After Reading, I'm not a fan. I'm not a fan of that movie at all. It's got that cast, but I'm just not a fan of the movie. Keep in mind, I didn't like The Big Lebowski when it first came out. So maybe I'm wrong, but I'm going to put that at shit. Fargo. This was a movie I wasn't particularly impressed by. I guess I'm dumb. I have like that Ray ADHD. I need things beaten into my head. But when I first saw Fargo, I didn't like it. Now I absolutely love it. But I'm not going to rank it yet because my instinct is to put it at the GOAT level. But I think oh, this list, I'm going to put No Country for Old Men as GOAT if I can get it up there. Hold on. So I'm going to define No Country for Old Men as, I'll say it's almost a perfect movie. I can't think of anything. What's negative about No Country for Old Men? I mean, this is the internet. It's YouTube. I'm sure somebody out there can say something negative about No Country for Old Men, but I can't think of any. So that, that sets the bar. And that brings me back to Fargo. Both won Best Picture the year they were released. But is Fargo as good as No Country for Old Men? Am I a bit jaded on Fargo? Has my opinion of Fargo changed because I've seen the movie so many times? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Where the fucking list go? Uh, I'm going to put Fargo at great. No Country for Old Men, GOAT status. Fargo, great. Hail Caesar. I'm going to put it at Cleveland Middle. It's mildly entertaining. It's screwball, Preston Sturges-like comedy. Actually, I actually don't know if it's Preston Sturges-like. Uh, Inside Llewellyn, Llewellyn Davis, I've, I've never seen, and I'm just going to chalk up the fact that I've never had a desire to see it as it's a shit movie. Intolerable Cruelty? Crap. Miller's Crossing. Now, this is another one. I mean, easily makes great. Could make the argument it's GOAT. I just watched it a couple of weeks ago. That movie not only holds up, it's better. It gets better with each viewing. Uh, John Turturro, Gabriel Byrne, right? Gabriel Byrne is sort of the Cleveland middle of character actors, right? He's not really doing much these days. But man, he is good in Miller's Crossing. And who was it? Albert Finney, the Irishman, the Tommy Gun scene? You know what? Well, is it? I'm, I'm going to do it. I'm going to put it the GOAT. I'm going to put it the GOAT. Let me see their comments coming in. Uh, we got XMMMMMM. You think someone with tons of therapy experience would know how to get more from a session? Yeah, yeah. It was, it was, I mean, he was boring, but it's just like his whole life is therapy. And so it wasn't anything new to him. Uh, and then he like the, all the baseball references. It was bizarre. Uh, 1984. Oh, is that when uh, Blood Simple came out? 84. Thank you. Jesus, Jesus. I'm not sure what you're talking. Oh, hey, wait, 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 what? Uh, it's too slow. Oh man, I should have been should have been watching these. What? No country for old men? You can't be talking about no country for old men. Think about just the beginning of the movie where uh, Jason, what's his name, Brolin? What the hell is that guy's name? I can't remember. It's 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 early and I'm infected. I got a fever. But when he steals the money, that whole that whole sequence or the shootout when the uh, crazy hair guys chasing him. Fargo's way better, way better than, I don't know. I don't know. All right, let me go back to this. Uh, oh, Brother, Where Art Thou? I think that's their most overrated movie. I, I'm, I'm not a fan. I like the cast, not a fan of the movie. Oh, Raising Arizona. Okay, there's a movie that holds up on repeated viewings. I'm going to put that at GOAT. I think that's pretty much a perfect movie. If anything, as I've grown into a pathetic old man, the movie hits, hits me in the feels, brings a tear to my eye now when I watch the end of Raising Arizona. The Ballad of Buster Scruggs, that Netflix thing they did. I'm going to put that at Matt Arise level. It was poor. Is Matt Arise below shit? Should I redo that? I don't know. I didn't really think about it. Okay, Big Lebowski, right? 
even though I, I did, it took me repeated viewings to see it. I'll put that at GOAT. Right? There's really no argument there. I'll check the comments in a second. Hudsucker Proxy. I did not like that movie. Lady Killers. I think we can all agree it's shit. The Man Who Wasn't There. I saw that in the theater back in the day. And then I've never watched it again. I'm going to put it at Matter East level. Not good. Poor. True Grit. Love this movie. Love this movie. One of the, uh, you know, fuck Tombstone. I was in a pizzeria yesterday. They were playing Tombstone. Fuck Tombstone. Val Kilmer's good in Tombstone. The rest of the movie's cartoon shit. You know what I'm saying? These fucking superhero movies. How many fucking more can they do? Exactly, Bill Burr. So there's my list. There's my tier list. We got as the greatest of all time. No Country for Old Men, Miller's Crossing, Raising Arizona, Big Lebowski. I don't regret it. I guess some people might argue Miller's Crossing doesn't make that. I guess the only other controversial thing I might have is that Fargo I only consider great. I don't know. It's a little friendly. I think that's one of the things about the Coen Brothers movies. They're, they're, they're not exactly accessible. Uh, and that's that. And then as the shit list, I got Burn After Reading, Hudsucker Proxy, Lady Killers, Inside Llewellyn Davis, which I, which I haven't seen. I, I, I totally acknowledge how unfair that is. Intolerable Cruelty, and Oh Brother, Where Art Thou? And that's that. Josh Brolin, thank you so much. I apologize. Agree on Barton Fink. It's kind of meta for old movie fans. I got to give that. That's one I definitely need to revisit. You know, I remember there's uh, the, the one scene that lives in my head from when I was a kid, whenever I first saw it, is John Goodman walking down a burning hallway with a shotgun. So maybe the fact that that image sticks in my head, maybe it's worth revisiting. Uh, <laughs> did Hitman Dawn give you COVID? No, I think it's strep. I think I have strep. I got to go to the doctor. Others in the others in the in in the in the in the home have tested positive for strep. Uh, that rug, <laughs> that rug really pulled your podcast together, bro. Oh, Miller's Crossing should absolutely make the shit tier. What? Come on, no, Miller's Crossing is a perfect movie. The dialogue, everything about it is good. I just re that one I'm confident in, sir. Because I just revisited it, revisited it recently. You should do this with Quentin Tarantino movies. I think we did once upon a time when this thing was originally called the Mobile Horror Companion. Those are still all available. My old uh, version, excuse me, version of this podcast uh, is still on my YouTube page. They're unlistenable. I wouldn't suggest uh, going through, but but they're still out there. I don't uh, dis dissociate myself from them, and I stand by everything I goddamn said. All right, so that's my tier list. So everybody have a great day, and uh, we'll see you uh, maybe next time. No, I don't know. I don't know. You know, they, they, obviously, the, the, this podcast is sort of uh, on hiatus. I guess is that the word? Because uh, I, I said when uh, back in December, I uh, my work schedule changed, so I don't have time to watch Hackverse stuff. And me and Spears, my normal co-host, we really can't make the time to uh, to do the podcast. So we're just doing it. Here and there, when I have a second, we turned off channel memberships. So I cut myself out of a hundred bucks a month. Now I don't even make enough money to hit the, uh, the, uh, the YouTube threshold, which is good because the, the memberships, like the money makes things weird, right? You don't want this. This obviously isn't professional. Don't want to feel like this is an obligation. I mean, we only had 99 cent memberships, not like uh, Joey C charging whatever he's charging. Oh, no. Okay, you're right. You're right. I apologize. Right. S tier is usually the top. I looked at it. I mean, I changed it to whatever I changed it to, GOAT. And then uh, I thought S, you were referring to shit. Sorry about that. AC. Yeah, I don't have a camera on. So will this be weird if I... Can I just leave this up? But I, I, one thing about Atlantic City, right? Because last week was the MLC meetup, essentially, in Atlantic City. I did not attend. I did not attend. As, as much as people accuse me of being a ball washer and uh, Joe, Joey C., the man of God. Yes, God bless you, my son. Uh, yeah. I didn't attend AC because I thought, like, why would I want to just travel all those hours down to New Jersey? I mean, New Jersey's a hellhole, right? And when you get into Atlantic City, and I mean hellhole just 
the amount of time it takes to get there from where I am in the Northeast, right? I'm in Connecticut. So you're talking fucking just annoying amounts of traffic just to go to a, I don't gamble. So what am I going to do? Just go, go there to get drunk. It, it just didn't appeal to me. And to be honest, with you, I didn't think Kevin Brennan was going to show up. So now I don't know my thoughts on the matter. There's been all this talk about who won and who lost. I don't even really get the discussion, but I mean, the fact that all these different parts of the hackverse and the dabbleverse, by that I mean, let's see who was represented in Atlantic City. Compound Media, who's sort of adjacent to all this. They're represented by Gino Bisconti. He was there. Right? Shuli Network, represented by Bob Levy's memorable appearance, which made the weekend. They were there. You could argue WATP was sort of there. And the fact that two of Carl's relatives were there. Everybody, the entire, right? right? Okay, then like the lower tier ones, podcasts, I mean. And of course, I'm, I'm, I'm the lowest of the low. John by Win by Two Radio. He was there. In the course of a year, Kevin Brennan went from not really knowing what the Dabbleverse was to being the center of it. And of course, Stuttering John, the guy who there'd be no Dabbleverse without Stuttering John. He made the trip to Atlantic City. Who thought that was going to happen? There's no way I thought Stuttering John was going to show up for that thing. So that's why I think all this winner-loser stuff is ridiculous. The fact of the matter is the entire Hackers Dabbleverse revolved around Kevin Brennan for one or two days. That's and that, good or bad. You hate him or love him. You can't deny the fact that it's a fact. That happened. Tukey, Rocco, he made the trek from his palatial estate. He left his hot tub, took a break from counting all his money to travel to Atlantic City to accept money in person from fans and to do a podcast to... Oh, Melton! Melton was there! Don't forget NLL. Yes, yes. Crazy, crazy. Who are you talking about, Ray? How do you know it didn't already happen? Principled uncertainty. But, you know, I, you can call that ball washing, but, but, but the facts are the facts, and I don't even know where I'm going with that. I guess it makes me want to go to the Onion Fest or Hackamania out there in Las Vegas because of all these different parts of the Hackverse, all these camps, all these cliques can come together for what is nothing. It, there was no event. They came together for a non-event in Atlantic City, the armpit of the Northeast. Now in Las Vegas, there's going to be something organized. So I'm looking forward to that. Uh, so anyway, that, that, was, that was kind of a kind of amazing to me. Principle uncertainty. It's blood simple. Just start from the first movie and draw the line downwards. FKB, he is a bitch. Yeah, I saw Principle Uncertainty. We were going back. First of all, Principle Uncertainty, I didn't realize that was you on Twitter. We've interacted a couple of times. But you had an interesting take on the whole Brennan Levy thing. I, 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 don't, I don't know. The whole thing is kind of, I don't think there was really going to be a fist fight. That whole thing is kind of ridiculous. But uh, Beloved Chatter, wait. Well, I can't get the beloved chatter represented. I might have just timed out there. Sorry about that. Beloved chatter represented for us chatters. Yeah, right. <laughs> right, 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 right. Everybody from uh from the chat was there. I wish I had gone. Uh John Peel, you're the unsung hero of sporadic 21st century cold podcasts. Stay classy. Meanwhile, TSN is canceling gigs. Yeah. Uh, principal uncertainty. Yeah, I love you too, principal uncertainty. I hope all is well with you. Uh, anyway, so yeah, I think the, the main thing out of AC is that uh, for however it happened, Brennan has made himself the uh, the center of the Dabbleverse, at least for that weekend. And I think it it spells a successful event for Hackamania uh, coming up in Las Vegas. I'm not going. I don't, I can't. My wife would divorce me. She's already pissed at me, you know? Uh I also wrote down here Pat Dixon. I do like Pat Dixon's show. I don't know. Are people watching that? I guess he had Brennan on last night. I was asleep by 9, 10 o'clock. Ray had asked me 
to go on his podcast, but uh, I don't know. It's a little dangerous to go on Ray now. He's uh, he's got he's got he's getting stalked and stuff like that. But I do like uh, Pat Dixon. I think to me, uh, his show it reminds me like of the classic talk show. I guess maybe this is a generational thing. Maybe I'm sounding like a boomer. Just like that's hacky to just like, well, you're you're old, so uh, anyway. But it reminds me of like Tom Snyder. Remember Tom Snyder? Like you know, he of course famously had that Kiss interview, and he would just sit there and smoke cigarettes, and he was weirdly cool. Uh, I think Pat Dixon is like the YouTube. I said it on Twitter to my friend Doctor Chow, my my adversary. He's Gene Siskel to my Roger Ebert. I said he's like the uh, Tom Snyder of the fentanyl era. Mr. Pat Dixon. But, uh, oh, look, we got some people saying, oh, if Jad, Jared Merlick, I haven't heard from him in a while, but XMMM, I love Pat's show. Haven't seen the Brennan episode yet because NLO was on. Yeah, last night was busy. I didn't see either. I was watching, I was, I saw a little bit of, I saw a little bit of Ray. Ray needed to be anchored. He was, uh, I don't know, I was getting pissed at Stuttering John yesterday on Ray's uh, or on MLC. Only because, I mean, look, Suttering John was handling Ray, and Ray seemed to be just sitting there quiet for a while. And yeah, I was texting Ray some, uh, I was just went to Reddit, uh, Dabblers Anonymous, and was just, <laughs> just looked under most popular posts, and then just sent Ray a line. Like, just say this, for God's sakes, because I don't know. I don't know what Ray's doing there. Ray seems a bit unhinged. Maybe he's just traveling too much. He had the sleepover with me and Spears, right? Then he went right to Atlantic City. Then there's videos of him uh, drinking or uh, eating French fries drunk. He's having a Ray's had a rough, rough week. Uh, Chad always wins. How or why? Says Todd Pemper. Yeah, you know that's one thing. I thought Chad was hilarious on MLC. This is a million years ago at this point. Wait, where is it? God damn it! I clipped something. Can I bring it up? Yeah, 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 share this tab instead. This is just 58 seconds, but this made me laugh. And I don't mean to encourage Chad's drinking. I think he's just hung over here. Or maybe, maybe, maybe he's maybe he's hung over and he had a drink or two to try to steady himself. But I thought this was very funny. Dude, Pat Dixon, are you watching right now? Clip it, Bex. Pat, I will fuck you up. Try doing what you did to Gino. You're done, dude. I will fuck you up. You won't. Try you won't. throwing a punch at me. You fucked up by coming after me and go over material in a fucking bar that I did, bitch. Pat, you're a bitch. You know why I didn't know I was on your show? Because it sucked, and you stink on MLC, too. Kevin, you're you're the mask. You're the mask, Kevin. You're he never says that. But... No, Pat, I will fuck you up. That's a that's it's fuck. Let's go. Oh, that's wow, it. No. Fuck you up, bitch. Wow. No, 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 fuck no. your shit, dude. No, 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 no. We Keep don't do that kind of show. Suck yeah. that Melton You dick. can't do Suck this. Suck that Melton dick. Go to your yeah. hat first. Do your little your newspaper. Kumi is not there to save you anymore, motherfucker. I'm what happened here. to picking up a pen? No, no picking up a pen. It's fuck you up. I thought it was squash. It's, it's not squash. There's no squashing going on, Pat. Oh, look, and then you Andy Kaufman comes on. on we should watch that, too. But I don't know. I thought that was very funny. The whole smacking his hands together. I like that. Uh, all right. Chad, now I'm just reading the chat, right? I got this is not a show. John Peel Bishop says, I concur with your impression of Pat Dixon. He reminds me of a sneaky Edward R. Murrow. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, like an ultra conservative, uh, dark Edward R. Murrow. Principal uncertainty. I just realized that I've taken the wrestling seriously. Something I haven't done since I was eight. No, I get you there. Yeah, like it's how ridiculous is it that I was watching MLC yesterday and getting mad at Stuttering John for making fun of Ray? That says more about me than it does about anything else. Uh, Jared Merlick. Ray has too much water in the ballast. Jared, how the hell are you doing? I haven't seen you in any chats. Probably because you get banned in most. Chad looks like a turtle to me. I love you, Brennan. You won't. You won't. Scary stuff. MLC. Yeah. You know who's not a fan of Pat Dixon is uh, the win by two guys, right? I don't know. What do you guys watch uh, win by two at all? I'll come back to that thought in a second. 
uh, I don't know how you say your first name, so I'm just going to be American and just say Soren Ringholm. I apologize in advance at 5.39 in the morning. He said, Pat tried baiting KB into saying something about Chad, but he wouldn't. KB said it's like he is the mother of all these hacks and tries to distribute his love equally. Uh, Jared says, uh, I'm well, nice to see you. We got a win by who? And we got, look, we got Clay Dabbler, the famous Clay Dabbler uh, in the house. Welcome. But yeah, no, win by two. I, I thought they've been interesting lately. Uh, I will say that, uh, you know, picking on Ray or, or trolling Ray is, is is lowest hanging fruit. You know, one of the things that I'm uncomfortable about is this podcast. I mean, I'm, 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 I'm a hack, right? I'm barely a podcaster. My podcast was just becoming the Ray DeVito podcast. It just became centered around Ray DeVito. And I like Ray DeVito. Like we hung out where we got, we, we, we had drinks together. We got hammered together. Consider him my online friend. So, but win by two with Dr. Chow, I feel all that being said, I feel like win by two is found a groove in that him and Dr. Chow are carving out this territory as like the red bar, I guess, of, of, of the shit verse, it seems. There is, I, I think they're pretty good together. I think they're, uh, I think, I mean, I have, I sort of respect Chow. He drives me, he's a shit stirrer and a troll. He knows it. But I do kind of respect him. He got docs and he kept doing this, <laughs> which, which I gotta, I gotta respect that. Uh, and he does his homework. Like he is sort of obsessed with Ray. I disagree with almost all of Chow's takes, but I kind of enjoy that he's out there. And he's creeped me out. I mean, me and Chow have been communicating uh, on Twitter a lot. I did tell him, uh, you know, the whole Sarah Silverman thing was a little weird for me and kind of became a little uh, third relish. I backed off him at that point because remember he was doing like the power rankings and all that. But anyway, they don't like Pat Dixon. I don't get it if it's like, is that a generational thing? Because I'm 50, right? I, I don't know. Like, I don't see, I don't really, is it just that, I don't know. The newer guys don't, younger guys don't, aren't into that? Or is it just because they're they're trying to be the red bar of the hack verse. I don't know. I do feel there's like cultural differences, right? The Caprio's from Jersey. That's, you know, there, there's going to be in different, in addition to generational differences, there's going to be cultural differences between, uh, you know, New England and, and South Jersey, of course. Jared Merlick, this is an outrage. You're banned in the Shuli chat, which is unfortunate. I'm in Melton chat mostly and Zynga, whoever, I don't know what that is, random show. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, my my viewing has really only been MLC, if I'm completely honest. I just, the way the life is at the moment, the only thing I watch is, is MLC. XMMM, I am amused by Ray, then rooted for him, then was frustrated by him, and now I'm waiting for the crash. Huh, that's, yes. Principled uncertainty. Yep, Red Bar has a lot to answer for. He needs to get his spawn in line. Oh my God, look at that. Barrister, 1401, is this live? Barrister, you're interesting because you were in all these chats for a while with lots of zingers, uh, but now you're kind of a Shuli guy, right? You're kind of a Shuli network guy. Clay Dabbler, Shuli soft mods block everyone. Wow, I wasn't aware of that. Uh, I do have like, Shuli called me weird the other day. <laughs> And uh, I mean, I really have no problem with Shuli. I don't think he has a problem with me. We did communicate after this happened. Where did I, did I pull it? Hold on a second. Where the hell is it? God damn it. Cancel that. BS show. Let me get rid of that. Let me get rid of that. Let me go back here. It was actually a super chat. Well, I had gone on. Okay. So the day after the, the Bob Levy, Kevin Brennan encounter, Brennan did a stream on Sunday, right? And Sunday afternoon. And I was watching a little bit and he was a little, he was like, oh, I haven't slept, you know, and he was trying to explain what happened and he was, he, he wasn't lost, but he was having a hard time. And I just was like, all right, he needs, he, he needs somebody there to sort of interview him about what happened. And then he's coincidentally, he said, well, let me send this kind of clown a link and then remark that his therapist has, told him to be nicer to people. So anyway, he ended up sending me the link. And of course, like I didn't really want to go on because 
I knew if I went on, you know, it's like you're just going to get shit on by by everybody because it was, you know, it was a controversial thing that had happened the day before. But I, you know, at the end of the day, I was happy to be on and, and try to interview Kevin about what happened. And then I tuned into the Shuley show the next day because I was like, well, they got to they got to mention it. Right. I don't know. I don't want that. There we go. And they did in the in the form of a super chat, really. This is just me being a whore, self-centered whore. Witnesses, right? You look like the last shit I took, Heavy. Uh, thank you, uh, Vexen Co. Wow. That's one of my favorite Clay lines. Dabbler you look blonde? like the last shit I took. Um, Bob Lieberman. No what do you know? This guy never yeah. Oh, sorry. I, don't, I, not a, I'll I didn't cue this up correctly. It's mean, a way of saying thank you. John's fighting stance looked like Jerry from the facts. Oh my god! What a poll. Who is Jerry, Jerry from the facts of life? Uh, uh. <laughs> oh, here Carlos tries to act like he's all above it all. Uh, he's above it all. He's a weasel. Okay. Carlos tries. T R Y apostrophe S to act like he's above it all. He's a weasel. <laughs> I took that as Carlos doesn't debase himself. On a weekly basis. <laughs> Carlos hasn't humiliated himself by like having someone shave his asshole or something like that. He's no, you can't trust him. You can't trust him. Motherfucker might have integrity. Fuck him. But, and then Shuli responds. He's a weird dude, man. What? Weird dude. Everybody in here. Listen, you don't make friends in this devil verse. The friends you have in this Dalvers are the ones you came in this motherfucker with, and that's it. Hopefully, you hold on to those. Uh, anyway, so that was that. What I, I bring it up because I did have like so thorough Joe Burrow uh, reached out to me, and then some like a, one of the one of the more prominent streamers sent me a message asking what the problem is between me and Shuli, and you know, obviously, there's no problem. I mean, look. I went on Kevin Brennan the day before and he was talking about the Bob Levy thing. So of course I'm going to get shit on, but I just thought that chat was funny. Carlos isn't a scumbag enough. We need more scumbags. Uh, anyway, that's Shuli. I think it is interesting. This dude. What is this? John's neglected cat on Twitter. John's neglected cat on Twitter. Clay Dabbler. Oh, Barrister says, hold on. Sorry, I'm all over the place. Was a long time ago. I don't go in there live or watch their show. Clay Dabbler says. Click the wrong one. Barrister, I like all shows in the Dabbleverse except SJ. You know, I went over to uh, my, my co-host's house a couple of weeks ago, and we were just sitting around, you know, watching Stuttering John in his living room. Not Stuttering John's living room. And I got to say, I don't know if you ever watched Stuttering John with somebody else. It was, you know, John's just saying things, being, being funny, but not intentionally. I don't know. We were laughing our asses off. It was, you know, I don't know. It brought me back for a moment there. I got nostalgic for the Channel 9 days. Stuttering John, Stuttering John was new and would nervously sit there with his arms like in his lap and they would play his videos and he, you could tell by the look on his face he just wanted Howard's approval so badly uh, and he was so unsure of himself as a stutterer they would send out to ask inappropriate questions of of celebrities it, it just kind of reminded me of that so I was like well you know this is weirdly funny and it made me think like oh I didn't really need a, another podcast to break this down it was fun to just experience it myself but the show all these shows go on for like 18 hours and then i turned it off uh, but you watch sj on all the dabble shows yeah i think that's the thing barrister thank you for the five bucks since we can't see you tell us what you're wearing in your slow sexy voice well i'm wearing a coors light sweatshirt a misery loves company cap that i bought from uh Patrick Melton's, whatever that website is, Misery Loves Merch, mlcmerch.com, uh, sweatpants, shit like that. XMMM. So Shuli came into the Dabbleverse with producer Joe, Bob, Zen. He just says, whatever sounds good. 
Uh, somebody, six string man, miss your presence in the dabble verse. Oh, thank you. But I think these, uh, these money totals uh, are pretty amazing to look at uh, only because it shows how tough it is really to, to make a buck doing this shit. Uh, and it explains why the Shuli Network does as many shows as they do. And Paris, I'm interested to hear your take on this as a, as a learned man. It also jumps out how Shuli, I think they're smart by emphasizing those gifted memberships because that's clearly the backbone. If you look at their numbers every day, their dollars, that is driving the channel. You know, and it made me think, wow, yeah, okay. It's all about gifted memberships, gifted memberships. Uh, the other thing that's, I think, revealing is how far Steel Toe has fallen off. And I don't know if people have opinions as to why this is so but you know steel toe he kind of got he got in the algorithm whatever a year ago whenever it was when everybody sort of first discovered him he was just in everybody's recommendations i feel like uh wait hold on i got i got a barrister 1401 five dollars cores light sweatshirt i just splooged all over my keyboard i'm holding in a fart too uh so anyway, like in, in, in context, right, like obviously Steel Toe is, he's not on the same level, obviously, as the MLC, Uncle Rico, Stuttering John, uh, NLO. I think he, he's just fallen a step below, which made his confrontation with Little Lemmy, I want to say disingenuous because obviously, right? I mean, Steel Toe pays attention to the numbers, right? He's a, he's a former radio guy right a small market radio guy so the numbers are life and so he sees what's happening with, with the dollar amounts and then at the same time yeah he has his wife uh get into a bikini uh not that he forced her but you know what i'm saying it was obviously a attempt to to get uh, money and views which he sort of backed away from in his uh debate with little lemmy this is my lost interest because I'm lazy. Your viewers, to I know this. Make I, the look, grift. I know this. I know this breaks their heart, and I'm really sorry. I have no better way to say it. You're you're asking what I think about it. I don't. <laughs> I just don't. I don't. It's give not a, a thing. Like I, yeah. I mean, what it's are they saying? True. You can. I, I guess email it to me. I suppose. Well, um, April, look, April did. I know we've done the two hot tub streams, and she really liked them. And then one night, uh, people were joking around about doing the uh, bikini thing. And I was like, well, what do you think? She's like, yeah, I'd do it. And I was like, all right, cool. That's cool with me. So, so I kind of like, cheer let it and everything else. Uh, she feels really good about her body. She thinks she looks great. I happen sure. to agree. Agreed. Um, I, I know some people have hangups about that. Maybe they're projecting their own shit. I don't know. But if if they have an opinion about it, they're more than I put out a show. They're more than welcome to have an opinion. Uh, if me not caring about that opinion is somehow upsetting, um, I, take it up with somebody. I don't know, but uh, I, she had um, fun. I had fun. Okay. Uh, a lot of the audience had fun. I, I guess I don't know what to tell you. Okay, well, tell Lemmy. Uh, we did see a clip of you kind of going at Lemmy a little hard. And she may have some opinions. I don't know. What's your opinion on this, Lemmy? Uh, uh, as far as the... Is, my opinion is what, that your opinion was... You did have an opinion. <laughs> and you said we the we had overwhelming positive feedback from it, except a few, and then you went on to... I like that Lemmy's reading from notes. Fuck yeah. Tell me that... Or just tell your audience that that maybe I was jealous. We were being well. No, we I, said I, I'm curious. Hold on. You were definitely being. I'm a little, being a little comfy. You're being oh, a little. Of course, absolutely. Anyway, I guess people have already seen that a million times. My only cold take is that Aaron's just being disingenuous. He did something purely to for attention and to drum up, not necessarily views, but money, right? Because he, according to John's neglected cat, and there's no reason to believe John's neglected cat is spreading misinformation money's down right and the poor i mean that's 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 a that is a situation to be in where you're really relying 
on uh, on YouTube to put food on a table. That is that's got to be terrifying. Uh, so anyway, like Ray says, I wish him well. And yeah, I did have a sleepover with Ray. That happened. Principal uncertainty says. Actually, Clay Dabbler before that. The uh, Rails, Reels, Gifted Five, Principled Uncertainty. I wake up to new memberships every day. I assumed you had to be in the chat to receive one. Not so. I don't understand how any of that works. Jared, Steel Toe, April War, Bikini, Desperate, Hail Mary. Yeah, you've just, yeah, everything that I just said for 10 minutes, you just summarized in a in a sentence. XMMM, Steel Toe almost, almost intentionally churns through his audience, turning people off. Not enough exposure for new people to come in, and he is awful. Principal Uncertainty says, Aaron worries me. April needs to leave him and focus on her own life. Being his sidekick is killing her. Yeah, and as I was watching that, I could just think, I know Melton commented on that, right? I didn't see it, but you know, uh, Melton's a very good uh, critic. What else we got? We got Barrister. April will be doing OnlyFans. I saw that comment a lot out there. Principal Uncertainty. Who would have bet on Quad and Lemmy taking most dabblers at the antepenultimate? And, oh, damn it. Principal, it's not even six in the morning and you got, you're using a big word like that on me. Yeah, BYB, they are. I, I said this, I don't know when I said this. Me and Spears taped an episode last week, but we never released it because the audio was fucked up. But BYB, Quadfather, you can see what he's doing there. He's uh, like, that's the hardest working podcast at the moment among like the My Level podcasts. I think BYB uh, is like sort of making the most noise. And, and he's doing that thing, right? There's count, what is it? Count, dabble, count. Whatever, it's supposed to be crossfire where you have people of different opinions come in and argue with each other with possibly a moderator in the middle. And BYB does that. You can, he's just bringing in uh, people on uh, to argue, essentially. And I, and I don't mean that as a, as a slight. That's a good thing. He's bringing in people to, to debate. Ross, dogs, broken spirit, Ray talk. Do you have any questions specifically about Ray? I mean, that's me and Spears did an episode where we talked about like our sleepover with Ray, but I don't, I don't know. I don't think people, people have already formed their opinions of, of me and Ray and our sleepover. Six string man, steel toad did it to himself. He thought he was above all the dabble versus hackery. He found out he ain't. Well, that's one of the, like me and Chow were going back and forth on Twitter. Cause he was criticizing uh, Pat Dixon and he pulled up some videos, some like skits that I guess Dixon did at some point. Ch I didn't watch the videos, but Chow said they were uploaded within the last seven to nine months, but they were referencing things from before that. So I don't know if they were old videos that got uploaded. I have no idea, but it made me think, I mean, does do any of us think any of this is going to age well? I mean, all the stuff we're watching now, are we going to go back and watch it? Is anyone going to see it in 10? It's all cringe inducing. You know, comedy doesn't age well. Right, especially like at this level. So I don't know if that's a fair my point was like to Chow, I didn't think it was a fair critique of Dixon to take old videos when it's like, you know, judge what he's doing now, I guess. Uh point dabble point. Yeah, that's what it is. Point dabble point. Which I love the idea. I love the I like the idea of uh but there really is no other side with John because everyone's against him. XMMM, Steel Toe is so bad. Red Bar com commended Melton for his coverage. Paradigm shifting hackery. It's a nice turn of the phrase. Principled uncertainty. It's the only big word I know. I wait for years to drop it. No, no, Ross Dog's broken spirit. In a pinch, would you let Ray babysit your kids? No, I mean, my kids are a challenge. So they would, they would eat Ray up. Uh, also, like I, I should clarify, I mean, no one's ever going to hear this 44 minutes into it. But one thing that got out and, it, you know, Ray, it was Ray's fault because he was at our sleepover. And the first thing he said was like, I'm at Carlos Danger's house. And then everybody ran with 
oh my god carlos is such a bad father he's he's there with ray and there's alcohol and, and ray and, and he's near his kids no we weren't it wasn't my house it was my buddy spears who uh is a bachelor right and he has like a, he lives in this house that's also doubles as a as his art studio because he's essentially a sculptor he makes gore for movies right See the cover of Fango. He's on their most recent cover of Fangoria magazine. And he works with Queen Latifah a lot. So, yeah. No, I wouldn't. I would let Ray babysit my kids. Uh, I'm waiting for the Netflix doc and all this. Yeah. Six String Man. Dixon and Tukey were great together the other night. Yes. Yes, Six String Man. I caught a bunch of that. And, uh, yeah, they were really good. The Dabbler's great. You guys think the two, I saw some like, it was either Hack versus Anonymous or Shul, I don't know, one of the Anonymouses saying like, uh, Pete Dabbler should just be himself at this point. Does anybody have a take on that? Doesn't seem anyone's getting sick of Tukey, but it was interesting because he was the puppet, but he was just sharing honest opinion. And I guess the one that made news, at least from the, the anti-Shuli crowd, was the fact that he, he said he didn't think Shuli was particularly funny. Jared Merlick, regarding Steel Toe, setting a goal was very tacky and cringe. Turn off. Yeah, it's tough. It's tough to make a living in the uh, the internet age, off the internet, I guess, right? The Dabbler showed his face finally. Rocco. Yeah, I guess that was probably... Uh, what I get? Like Last I checked, it had like 54,000 views uh, on the Twitter. Anyway, that's all I got. Usually I'm good for 30 minutes and then I lose steam. So I made it to 47 minutes. I guess the only other thing I would comment on, Ski Mask versus Stevie Lou. Right? That one kind of bums me out. I thought those guys were good together. They were like, when you think of the shit verse, right? So that like Ski Mask Collective is, is the king of the shit verse. And I use that, that term in an endearing fashion. And I thought Stevie Lou and Ski Mask and Jim Stansel were all uh, a pretty good shit first team. So I don't know what's going on there. I did watch Ski Mask the other day. I know he, I mean, I guess he was, he needed some medical attention yesterday. But on his stream, he was, he was bad enough than Stevie Lou, but it seemed, it didn't seem, it seemed like he was holding back. So maybe it's a work. He was saying things like his big critique of Stevie Lou was that Stevie Lou didn't show up to Atlantic City on the first day to protect Kevin. And I thought, oh, Ski Mask still loves Stevie Lou. You can't break that, that bond. Hit the like button. Thanks. XMMM. He just invented the Gino character, and it's amazing also. More iter iterations of Beat Dabbler. Lol, lol, shit verse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Clay Dabbler got the thumbs up. Thanks, Clay Dabbler. I always check out your stuff on Twitter. I love the uh, your creations, especially as a former Howard Stern fan. Hits me in the feels. Barrister, $5. Why are you up so early? <laughs> Sleep apnea machine. Quit working. No, I'm sick, man. I mean, truth be told, my. Well, I'm, I'm not going to get into it. Lord knows if you bring family into this thing. Principled uncertainty. Ski is in a bad cycle. I hope he finds a way to manage his life without all alcohol. Then he can tell me. Then he can tell me. Oh, I get it. I get it. I get it. Clay Dabbler says thanks, man. Okay, that's it. I may even delete this. Not sure of the, uh, the effort or quality. Oh, wait. I have. Did I? Oh, it's all Barrister. Hey, thanks, Barrister, for the 15 bucks. God bless you. That's it. I'm going. Everybody uh, tune in to Be Dabbler. I think they come on at 10 a.m. Eastern normally, but but I'm not I'm not 100% sure. Don't be a stranger, Carlos. Farewell. Big love. Oh, you giant strange man. Oh, yeah. You know, I didn't even make my one other thing. That I guess the, the other thing that was funny about the Shuli comment saying I'm uh, – I'm a weird dude. I mean, I can't deny that. This whole thing is weird. We're all, we're, I mean, it's, 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 it's six in the morning and, and we're on YouTube. People are in a chat talking about other YouTube channels. 
but Shuli promotes a guy, a convicted felon who lied to the FBI to cover up his wife's crime. <laughs> like, and I don't mean that to disparage Joey C, but in terms of being weird, I think there's uh, there's scales, there's different tiers, right? I, I'm not that level weird, God damn it! You know what I'm saying? Always be dabbling. How do I do the outro?